hour number two of the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. Jake Miller, Brett Hollander, Marcus Young. One more hour, 11 o'clock on a Tuesday morning. That went by fast. Yeah, that went by very fast. A lot to talk about. A lot yeah. of passion from everybody. <laughs> yeah. Philly, Polish Joe, West Coast Rusty, just making it happen. Absolutely making it happen. Brett getting passionate, too. I love to see it. Oh, Brett, Brett got hot. Brett got real hot early in the show. Yeah. Josh chimes in, says, get mad, Brett. This is the Brett we like to see. Love it. I don't like to do it. Brett, I'd rather us win. <laughs> Brad has chimed in as well. Basketball Brad says that Philly's get the hell out of Dodge comment was rever- was referring to all the Chargers that were given out over the past decade and a half <laughs> to all Alabama players. I mean, that was another thing, too, is the, those Dodge Chargers, you look on Instagram, what did every player drive? Every five-star and high four-star what did they drive? Yeah. They drove a Dodge Charger. That's like, do you guys remember a guy? His name was D-Liner. Mm, sounds familiar. Oddly enough, he actually played on the D-Line. Hmm. So he was a D-Liner. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That guy posted a picture at a car wash of his Dodge Charger, and I don't know how many bills he had in his hand, but he just had a wad of cash i mean a fat stack of 20s or 100s i don't remember which one it was but it was a stack it was an absolute stack it is time for the sit rep presented by sun upholstery and fabric up first tennessee falls 77 to 72 last night in starkville and up next of course the big story everyone's talking about nick saban has retired from the university of alabama with six national titles there one at lsu and at alabama eight and 80%, 87%, excuse me, win percentage. That is almost impossible. I mean, those what, are 17 season, 29 losses or something like that. Yes. I mean, that is, that's borderline video game numbers. Yeah. Cause you could start the game over and keep your undefeated season. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You can just start the game over. Yeah. You can't he win. He can't. He can't. He... You can't win, hit the power off button, come back to it. That's how it's done. That's absolutely how it's done. Up next, Bill Belichick, no longer the coach of New England Patriots. Pete Carroll, no longer the coach of the Seattle Seahawks. We haven't even talked about that one. Marcus, you're going to have a good segment coming up. Yes, I do. Here in about 17 minutes. That's going to be electric. That is going to be absolutely electric. Because, I mean, now we've reached the point with college coaches – does this seem, and I just thought about this, and we're going to go over some of the coaches that are listed on the betting odds right now to be the next Alabama head coach, but Pete Carroll was just mentioned. Look at what happened. You know, we mentioned that night in 2010, back in January, when Lane Kiffin bolts out of here, middle of the night, goes to USC. The reason it was so hard for Mike Hamilton to make a hire, because all the hiring and firings, the majority of them are already done. Mm -hmm. They usually happen at the end of November, early December. I didn't even think about that. This is going to start a domino effect in college football. Some teams will be okay. Some teams will stay right where they're at, maybe a little bit better, maybe a little bit worse. There will be one team 
that does not recover for the next decade. There will be one team that does not recover. You're talking about a pro team? No. College. College, oh. Yes. Whoever leaves, like, because with Pete Carroll leaving, causing Lane Kiffin to leave on us and cause our domino effect, this is being as late as it is. You're right. Everyone's mm-hmm. got their coach, uh, presumably. Everyone's ready to go. They're they're finishing up their uh, last bit of transfer portal stuff, signing day stuff, and now they're getting ready to do the uh, early signing uh, players in to figure all that stuff out. Well, Saban, even well, Saban leaving now is going to cause either Dan Lanning or someone else to leave, which could either hurt Oregon or hurt whatever team Oregon. Which would steals put them from. in the same situation as Tennessee because he's only been there for one year. <laughs> two. This he's been could, there for two years. Excuse me. This could be okay. what? What if it? All right, hold on. What if what if Glenn Kevin does it again? What if he treats Old Miss the way he treated Tennessee, and Old Miss becomes the Tennessee of ten years? Well, with, nobody's going to care about that. No, but I know. But it would be wild if he does it twice. It'd be nuts. Think about this: Dan Lanning leaves Oregon, takes the job at Alabama. Oregon's not a bad job. Somebody's going to take that job. Oh, someone will take that in a heartbeat, as they should. So, who takes that job? Say it's Lane Kiffin. Who's going to Ole Miss? That's where the train would stop. Now, let me start another scenario. you would have your guy there, like Chadwell. Yeah, you'd have somebody there. Yeah. But let me paint this picture. It's a doomsday scenario for us. Harbaugh goes to the NFL. Alabama hires Dan Lanning. Lane Kiffin goes to LSU. Well, who's going to Oregon? Wait, no, you mean who's going to – you said Harbaugh to the NFL. Harbaugh to the NFL. Jim Kelly to Michigan? Chip Kelly to Michigan. Kiffin no, Brian L- Kelly. Brian Kelly. And then Kiffin LSU. Kiffin LSU. So, and Dan Lanning to? Alabama. Who goes to Oregon? Who's a hot up-and-coming coach? Likes to run a high-flying offense. Uh, what's Washington's coach's name again? DeBoer? Kalen DeBoer. But why would he leave Washington? It's Oregon. Don't get me wrong. I know Washington's going to be in the. I don't know. We're getting too far ahead of ourselves right now. I'm but saying, no, I mean th- this is what could happen. It could be the biggest what, domino effect in the history exact, of college athletics. Yeah, Brent, this is exactly what we're here for. We don't have a coaching search. We get to I'm watch other people do it. Because let me ask you what happened. <laughs> let me ask you this: What happened to Oklahoma? Oh, They're nowhere near what they used to be. I mean, they had. What do you a, mean? They had a, Lincoln Riley like they had one down season, right? They still won ten games last year. They're still not the Oklahoma of old. They're still not in that national championship conversation. They're not going to be for a while. Lincoln Riley left him in such a jam because he did the same thing at Oklahoma that Jimbo Fisher did at Florida State. Jimbo Fisher won a national championship, yes, but he did it on the coattails of Bobby Bell. Chip Kelly goes back to Oregon. Chip Kelly, uh, he's he's washed at this point. Have you watched UCLA football? No, I avoid the West Coast. Exactly, no one watches UCLA football. I don't know about – I mean – well, think about that. Think about what Jimbo did at Florida State. He rode the coattails of Bobby Bowden to the mountaintop, and then he tailored off once he utilized all the resources, all the talent that he had were all gone. He left. What did Lincoln Riley do at Oklahoma? Bob Stoops left him a great program. He utilized all the talent and all the resources that he had, and he left while he still had a chance. If Dan Lanning leaves Oregon, I see Oregon just becoming very irrelevant very fast because – that conference, they're going to lose four or five games. They will. They will. 
But you still have the Oregon factor, and the Oregon factor is... I mean, they got a lot of money, but... Kids like cool uniforms. Kids like cool uniforms. They like winning. <laughs> I'm a traditionalist. I hate our numbers on our uniforms. I think we should go back to the standard block numbers. Do what Georgia did. Hey, we don't like these numbers. These look like a seventh grader drew them. Give us our block numbers back. We want to look like a football team again. You can do that and get away with it. Some of these smaller schools like your MTSUs, your Memphises of the world, they're on a cool uniform. Okay, yeah, I'll go there and play. I'm not going to play at Tennessee. I'm not going to play at Georgia. I'm not going to play at LSU or Ole Miss or Alabama. Let me go down. Let me take a step down. Let's go to a group of five schools. What about Sarkeesian to Bama? Well, then who goes to Texas? Well, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of scenarios here for links to Bama. And the thing, like, but is Bama, Bama and Texas are like besides the winning probably, but I mean, well, football wise, they're right there. That's the focal point of the conversation is the fact that Alabama is such a good job Sar- and it's not a dumpster fire. They can go get whoever they want, but then somebody else has to take their shoes in a good program. So it's going to be a domino effect. There's probably going to be, I would say, three to four coaching changes at least by the time this is all said and done at least three or four yeah i think and we're late into it now like norvell from florida state to alabama then maybe Dion goes, goes back to his alma mater no, I, no he's done with florida state he burned that bridge nah, well i wow. think they burnt the bridge for him i think it's kind of a mutual burning of the bridge yeah one both, person started on oh yeah on one sides. Side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean that's how that one that one transpired. I, you bring up a really valid point. Like, obviously, like, there's a lot of scenarios. You're right, Brett, but the point is valid. Whoever goes there, because of, of what Nick Saban has done at this time of the year, it is going to start a very, very interesting domino effect of coaches are going to find good spots and move forward and keep going up a little bit. But there is going to be a school, whether it is a, a – power five or whatever you want to call it now that looked really good and looks like they're moving in the right direction yeah. who might get left behind yeah and it's going to be really really interesting what alabama does and every every single person every single uh athletic director is looking at alabama saying all right what are you about to do and how is this going to affect me well i think the only big time trickle effect is if landing leaves oregon because those are the bigger schools involved. Like, if Dabo leaves Clemson, I see it being, like, one move. Because after that one move, like, maybe it's Chadwell from Liberty. You don't care what Liberty does. Sure. You then, Chadwell's at Clemson or whatever. Yeah. But if it's Oregon, then you got somebody who's got to move to Oregon, which probably is from another top school that went to Oregon. So the trickle-down effect depends on what school it comes from. No, I agree. You know, so, I mean, it could be as simple as even though they could – they could go to the NFL route, maybe even, and then there's no trickle effect at all in college football. It's just one move from the NFL down to college. I will say, I mean, with- I mean, Vrabel's mentioned. I know we've said we haven't mentioned him yet, but he's mentioned on CBS Sports as being one of the betting odds guys on here. He's so, currently a free agent. He could, they could offer him as much money as an NFL team. They could, do, they could, because I mean, Saban's probably if he was, I don't. Know how much he's making? I mean, there's it was no upwards of ten million. But I mean, the yeah. thing is, Alabama has a war chest. That was the the big thing with Oklahoma. It's like, well, we have a war chest. You know, now that we don't have Lincoln Riley, we're going to open up that war chest and we're going to go get somebody good. Why they ended on Brent Venables, I don't know. I mean, but Michigan pulled Harbaugh out of the NFL. They did. Why can't somebody pull 
Well, if you can pull somebody out of the NFL to Michigan, you can pull somebody out of the NFL to well, Alabama. Well, and it's interesting you say that because when you look at the betting odds right now as to who's going to be the next coach at Alabama, Dan Lanning is number one at plus 350. Dabo Sweeney is number two at plus 350. Mike Norvell, Florida State, number three at 450. Here's an interesting one. James Franklin, Penn State, Fourth best odds at plus six fifty. Please, please, Bama, do that. Please, you know, oh god. Please, it gets even better. Lane Kiffin actually has the fifth best odds. So See, I'd be t- scared about that. One. That's that one would scare me. Yeah. Kalen DeBoer from Washington is actually on the list. We just mentioned him. See, I'm not. I don't know enough about him to. You know. Maybe it's just a good success story at Washington. I don't know. Mike Vrabel. It's not happening. Is guys. up next at plus uh, two thousand odds. Would that scare you? If you were to go there, it's not happening. I love it. What? I love it. It's not happening. I love it. Gosh. All right. So here's then the final ship with Urban. The final candidate on here, Mm -hmm. Coach Prime, Deion Sanders at plus five thousand odds. Well, they they do do Affleck together. (laughs) Oh no. What? What? What if this is it? What if it's Deion? It's not gonna. It's not Dion. Coach Prime and the Tide. Oh my goodness! Oh Just, no! Oh no! Would Alabama finally have an alternate uniform? Yes. <laughs> That's another thing. Um, all right. So let me. Alabama let me, fans ain't gonna like that at all. Let me dispel a couple things real quick. What's up? Michigan didn't steal. Harbaugh from the 49ers the 49ers were ready to get give him the the get shirt because he was having a power struggle with the owner and the GM Mm -hmm. they didn't like him being the alpha guy that he is and so he Marcus look at where he buys his pants from look at what he drinks with it I understand that guy was shirtless wearing a pair of dickies from Walmart he was drinking a a Diet Coke he was in a Super Bowl and he just won the championship he is an alpha coach well like it is what it is but there was a power struggle they mutually parted ways like we're talking about with New England mutually parted ways Mm -hmm. got rid of him and Michigan was like hey this is your alma mater come down here like, you can get back in the college ranks, bring yourself up, whatever. And fix this mess. Mike Vrabel. Oh, yeah, that's what they told him. Has no ties to Alabama. Maybe, like, a few guys he knows, but he, he's never Derrick worked Henry. there. Didn't go to school there. So, there's that aspect. Two, I mentioned this off air, and I'll say it on air, too. And, and I know it's Taylor Lewan, so take what you want from it. Yeah. Rich Eisen had a conversation with him when Mike Vrabel got fired. They were literally on the air together on Rich Eisen's show. Right. Taylor Lewan was asked, well, what about, you know, does Mike Vrabel think he'd want to go back to college? And Taylor Lewan said, no, I've asked him. I've, I've tried to pry into it if he'd ever go back to college, and he, he has no interest. And I think it's because there are just certain coaches, once you reach the NFL and you have success in the NFL, why on earth would you ever go back unless you're going to your alma mater and you, you feel like you're going to have a good chance there? Maybe you're... Maybe you had a, a sour taste after the NFL. How many NFL coaches besides Nick Saban and Jim Harbaugh can we say has gone from success in college to the NFL and then back to college again and still be successful? In some I, I, I don't know. Chip Kelly did, but he wasn't successful. He wasn't Pete successful Carroll? in the NFL. Pete Carroll didn't go. Uh, he went. He was at USC winning national championships, and he went to the NFL and won 
won a Super Bowl, but then Super he ne- but he never went back. Oh well, he was he was the head coach for the the Patriots at one point, wasn't he? Am I crazy? Have I made that up? No, he might have been right before Belichick, or near around then, right? So maybe Pete Carroll is one of the other few moments. It doesn't happen often. If you find success in the NFL, you stay in the NFL. I mean, that's something you have to do. I mean, that's better for your uh, better for better for your career. And plus, let's be honest. Like there are certain guys who who are cut out. Yeah. For dealing with the kids, yeah, dealing with recruiting, uh, compared to dealing with professionals, that's like Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino, not only because he was not a great coach, did he fail in Atlanta? He failed in Atlanta because he can't handle not dealing with professional men. He'd rather try to bully kids. Like he's better at that. But that's just how, who he is. Who 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 Mike Vrabel is. He is a guy that can talk to men, and he can deal with men. I don't think he wants to deal with kids. So, um, well, it, not to mention something else about this. Sorry to cut you off, Marcus. No, you're when good. When you look at kids today, I'm passionate that are coming up through the or the high school ranks, and they're seeing a five star next to their name or a four star next to their name. That was one deal. Now you have to take into account that there's an NIL number attached yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, they're more worried about chasing those deals, and. You ha- you're going to see a lot of kids that come through the ranks now, and they're going to be entitled. They've been gaslighted their whole life. Everybody in their family is telling them they are them. You're the next Michael Jordan. You're the next Randy Moss. You're the next Peyton Manning. You're the next Michael Vick. You know, the list goes on. Next Charles Woodson. You know, the next Prime. They think they're them, and they believe that. Why? They don't know any better. But then they're trying to now to set them up to where it's like, okay, well, you can go get this much money now. You know, in certain states like Tennessee, you can earn NIL deals as a high school player. I think Missouri does that as well. Missouri does it as well. There's a lot of states that are starting to do it. So now you're able to make money. When are we going to get to the point where you're going to see a lot more of these three stars and two stars just come up and just make an impact over these four and five stars? that think they've done it all and that they just deserve to be in the NFL, even though they've not done a damn thing in college. No, I think you bring think up a that. valid point. Very valid point. Yep. I mean, that is that's something we're going to have to look at. That is something we're definitely going to have to look at as well. Coming up here on the G.I. Jake Show, we're going to mark the tape with Marcus Young. I can tell he is itching today. He is itching. This, this Vrabel talk has got me going. It's got him going. I love it. Absolutely love it. Guys, if you are tired of looking at that piece of furniture that is wore down, you don't want rid of it, go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric locally and family-owned and operated. 67 combined years of experience. Go give them a call, 865-237-3272. Visit their showroom, 8913 Oak Ridge Highway. Visit them online at fabricsun.com. That is fabricsun.com. Stay with us. G.I. Jake Show marches on right here on Fan Run Radio. here on the G.I. Jake Show Fan Run Radio. It is time to mark the tape with Marcus Young. Marcus, what you got for me? Hello, Jake. 
Hello? I'm here to mark the tape. I've, I've, we've been here for an yeah. hour and 30 minutes at this point together. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how I want to start this. If I just want to... Hello, hey, hi. hi how you doing? Hi. Um, it's getting obviously, hot. the uh, coaching searches, especially after today's news, is, is the big topic of debate, and I'm going to jump into that. A guy that we've only mentioned uh, for a short time, mm-hmm. because we were talking about through him, Lane Kiffin, yep. but I would like to bring up Seattle. Here's what I think is going to happen. Okay. Here's here's what I'm going to say. Mark the tape on. I've already said recently, I believe it was either yesterday or the day before, that I think Bill Belichick is going to end up in Atlanta. I'm sticking with that, especially after the our very own, not our very own, but uh, the very famous Adam Schefter had tweeted out this morning after Bill Belichick Marcus left. Marcus Schefter said that uh, Bill Belichick will want to continue coaching and is expected to draw interest from at least some of the other seven NFL teams that currently have head coaching vacancies, quite possibly the Atlanta Falcons, per some of his sources. Oh, so boy. I'm holding that. If if it happens, I'm going to quote tweet Adam Schefter, and I'm going to say, hey, I called it here first. But here's the big thing. People think that because Bill Belichick is no longer there, they're all rejoicing that they think the prodigal son is returning home, that Mike Vrabel is going to New England. And right here on this very segment, I say, no, no, no. Not Mike so Vrabel will not be going to Boston, New England, and be a patriot for life. It's Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> Sorry. What did he say? It's- Boston, New England. I said Boston, comma New England. It was like uh, that kind okay. of thing. He's not going to Boston, I was just kidding. New That's England. Fine. Continue. Sorry. It wasn't. No, no, no. Jake, don't. No. Boston. No. That's not what I was doing. That's no, not what I was doing. I, I, yeah, he's not going to Boston, New Boston. England. He's not going to be. It was like a comma situation. It wasn't that kind of comma. I know what I'm doing. Just let it. This it's is- also not Boston. It's Foxborough. It's not even in Boston. <laughs> but neither one. He okay. thought New England was a state. I did no. not think. No, that's not what it is. Don't start. I didn't mean this. to say that out loud. Continue, Mark. It's not what this is. You're going to start I'm this on Twitter. It now. No, this is not what uh, happened. Yes, this is what Go happened. Go ahead, Marcus. What were you saying in Boston? It's the know. G.I. Jake showing in the military. Perception is reality. My perception is reality. That's not how that works. That is how this works. He's not going to New England. It's hmm. going to be Gerard Mayo. The The conversation with within the succession plan has always been Gerard Mayo is going to take over for Bill Belichick. They're going to do the interview process. That's what they're supposed to do. Rooney Rule, talk to minorities outside of the organization. A, B, C, and D. They're going to do that. However, it will end up being Gerard Mayo taking Mm. over for New England. And my guess is, I don't like what this is happening. I'm going to block you, Jake. Uh, Mike Vrabel, my prediction is he's going to go to Seattle. Think about the team that they have in place. They have a great running back in uh, Kenneth Walker. They have a pretty decent quarterback in Geno Smith. Not the best. He can always get somebody else if he needs to. Uh, A good offensive line starting with both tackles on each end being stars. And you have a very good defense that you can enhance. I mean, he's got an incredible safety in Jamal Adams. You have uh, our very own Taylor, who is an edge rusher, who is fantastic. Definitely the type of guy that Mike Vrabel would love to have. There's no reason why he wouldn't want to go to Seattle and continue this success. They're already proven successful. They also have DK Metcalf. He's got star wide receivers. All he needs 
is a team that can give him what he wants, and I believe having Pete Carroll as your advisor and having Seattle as your ownership, I definitely see him going up to Seattle, Washington. I hate this. That's not what I said. Marcus, you, I, you're really sticking your neck out on this one. I think you're way off on all your choices. Uh, I way just off. Don't, way off. Why you Gerard Mayo? Really? That's always been the plan. It's always been the plan. I'm gonna come in here. And Bill Belichick in Atlanta? Yeah, it's happening, baby. How is that a fit? <laughs> Think about the weapons that they have and and what he needs. <laughs> but he, even when he's gotten weapons, he hasn't proven anything. <sighs> he needs a quarterback, and he'll be able to get whatever quarterback he, doesn't he wants. Ha- but he doesn't. He's going to go down there, Desmond Ritter. He's not going to, no, he's get, they're getting rid of Desmond Ritter. They're going to. He's going to be able to get who he wants. You have an, You have the type of play. Because let's be honest. And Dan Quinn's going to go to Seattle. No, that's not happening. By the he's, way, Matt Squire he, and Sam Raines think that you said New England is a state. That's not how I said it. It was like a comma, like I was continuing the places he's not going, all within the same area. Basketball Brad has chimed in and said, I'm crying at Roman, Roman the Free. Boston, New England. <laughs> I mean, I I said it, I caught it without hesitation. I was like Boston, New England. I thought I heard it, and then I had I had to I had to look at you, be like, did he did he say that? Like, what did he just say? I was like, Boston's in Massachusetts, Marks. And the fact of the matter is, it's not even in Boston, like Marcus said. It's Foxborough. I yeah. know that it's not actually, but like that's where the everyone relates it to Boston because it's what a we need to do team. is just write all the all the opening like head coaches for head coaches and just go out there on the board after the show and write down who we think is going where, who's going to get the closest. I got a better idea. Instead of putting the fan run well, radio logo back here, how state. about we no? Let's put a map up <laughs> here with the states attached to it. Just like. I'm, a former gonna, friend I'm driving of, home to Farragut, Knoxville after I leave here. <laughs> Just after, <laughs> theore- theoretically, you should actually say, you know, Farragut, like, Tennessee, something like that. That would have made more sense. They have a post office. Me. First of all, it was the comma of, like, the places he's not going. He's not going to Boston. He's not going to New England, the team. He's. I should have said it that way. I'm so sorry that I didn't clarify. I know the states and cities. Like, a former friend of the station... My good friend Cody, I know the states. I know all Marcus, of them. Marcus, this is hot take. Boston is New England. <laughs> Sorry, it is eleven thirty. This is what the. <laughs> all right. Do you have any other hot takes, Marcus? Do we have any calls? I have a no. It was he was. Oh, we had someone correcting us. We've been saying uh, Mayo's first name wrong the entire time. It's all Gerard Mayo. Uh, thanks, Bear. It wasn't Bear. Oh. <laughs> no, Bear's name is not to be mentioned on this show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Saying that, that's going to cause him to call in. You yes. realize that, right? Yeah. So, give me another hot take, Marcus. Who is gonna, who, in your mind, who is going to be the next coach at the University of Alabama? Uh, my honest bet would be, I think Dan Lanning is, is even though he's the hottest name and he's the top of everyone's uh, bet list, Alabama Tuscaloosa. I don't thank you. Uh sure it's not Birmingham. Uh I don't They did see, use play at Legion Field. Right, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe Dan Lanning is gonna go to Alabama. I, I despite what everyone thinks, despite him being in Alabama, I believe recently, I, I think that's recruiting. I, I honestly believe Dan Lanning is gonna stay in Oregon. 
I think the name that you want to keep an eye on, and it's the name that I weirdly fear the most, Urban Meyer. I think Urban Meyer... There wouldn't be a domino effect at that point. Wouldn't be a domino effect. He's been successful in the college world. Um, He probably would like to get the taste out of his mouth about what happened in Jacksonville. And he could probably get a decent deal at Alabama. Alabama's not opposed to going after somebody with baggage or potential cheating you know like he's a guy that fits what they want which is somebody who will do whatever it takes to win and he's a winner and a recent winner i mean it's, these kids know him from ohio state they know what he can do he's recruited in the sec before he knows how to go down to the places he's got to go to to get the best talent for the sec it would not shock me if it becomes Urban Meyer, and it honestly would terrify me if Urban Meyer decided, you know what, let's run it back in college one last time. Let's get a third national championship for a third team because he's a guy who can do it. Now, will he? Does he like staying on TV? I don't know. Maybe. But that's the guy I would be looking at. I'll tell you what, that would be a lot easier job than having to go and recruit and do all the things that a head coach has to do. Sawyer has chimed in. He says, at the G.I. Jake, did Marcus really just say Cody is a former friend of the station? Wow. Cody will always be a friend of the station. We got to get him out of there. Marcus, this is your fourth day on this show, and I have someone calling for your head. What is going on, man? They've been calling for my head ever since it was announced I was going to be on here. I got an orangutan like meme posted about me because of what Cody said about me one day when you announced me on there. I think someone else said I was boring to get me off like pretty early. It, it, Pause. <laughs> Can we had a break. <laughs> too early for break. Too yet. early for break. Goodness, man, get yourself together. Get yourself together, Marcus. We got we got twenty five more minutes that we got to fill on this show, Marcus. Get it together. Get it together. That's all you got to do. Get it together for about 25 more minutes. We got Brett's best bets. And what has turned into fade. Disaster. Fade. Disaster. Brett's best bets is what we've got. So, Brett, you're about to make me and a lot of people a lot of money. Because we're going to fade everything that you say. Whatever you say to do, we're taking the opposite. Okay. I've had success once this year. Have you? Yeah. National championship game. I said, take the under and take oh, Michigan. Yeah. yeah, you're welcome. I will say this: if if people fade your bets and it works, don't change your system. Do what your heart still tells mm-hmm. you to do. Yeah, because we'll still win people money. I don't know what I'm doing, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do. I, I thought I know I, the basketball. I, I know I, I thought I knew our basketball team, but clearly I was wrong. But I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, the thing is, like, I thought we were going to win last night. I think everyone did. I thought that we were going to more than cover the spread. I thought we were going to win by anywhere well, from five to ten points. Was it like one and a half, two at the end? Uh, two and a half at tip-off, yes. Like, that that, that seems logical. At best, we should have won that game by ten. But when you have a slow start to the first half, that's what happens. When, you, when you're not showing up to the beginning of that game like you needed to. It like, doesn't get any easier. We got to play at noon at Georgia on Saturday, who just won last night against Arkansas. So, 
got another listener chimed in. Oh, Maybe Cody will soon enough have some gigs booked in Boston, New England. This is why I drink. I just want to say that. <laughs> this is this is this is why. Golly, man. It could be worse, Marcus. Don't worry. It could always be, be worse. I'm going to be that dad that's going to say he's going to get milk or like <laughs> cigarettes and then just never comes back. Stay with us. The G.I. Jake Suit continues on right here on Fan Run Radio. Final segment of the program. It's the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. It is also time for Brett's Best Bets, in which we will fade Brett's Best Bets. Brett, what do you got for me? Uh, let's see. I like – one of the things I like is an NBA game tonight. Mavericks at home are getting three and a half points versus the Knicks. Uh, I know Kyrie and Luca are both back. Uh, playing full strengths, kind of surprised the Knicks are getting point are getting points there on the road. So I'm going to take the Mavericks plus three and a half. Uh, what else? Let's see. I also had. Um, I think there was a college game. One second. Uh, let's see. And oh uh, yeah, let's see. Um, I also like. Uh, Michigan State tonight at Illinois. Uh, obviously, uh, are they are getting three and a half points? They're playing a lot better basketball, a little bit better basketball. But without Terrence Shannon uh, for Illinois, I think Michigan State goes on the road, pulls an upset uh, tonight. Um, those are the two main ones I had tonight. Um, like I said, I'm struggling with these best bets, so take that for what you will. Um, you know, if you and Marcus want to chime in with any bets that you like. So, since you were taking the Mavs and you were taking Michigan State, I will rock with the New York Knicks minus three and a half on the road against the Dallas Mavericks, and I will take Illinois minus two and a half against the Michigan State Spartans plus okay. 247. You're welcome, listeners. Yes. So, we're going to fade Brett. Yes. We're going to fade Brett. Marcus, you got anything you want to throw out there, man? Uh, a lot of NHL tonight, right? That's a great question. Uh, let's see what we got going in the NHL because might as well go for another way. Oh, too. there's a lot of games. Oh yes, there is. Uh, shall we try again? <laughs> shall we try it again, Jake? Go I, ahead, Marcus. Go ahead. <clears throat> We're just gonna go Start right off the top. We're just gonna go down the list because this is how I feel, and I know what you're gonna say. I'm gonna think a little bit longer about this though on each one. So first up, uh, I'm gonna go Senators over Sabers. The Kraken over the Capitals, Vancouver over the Pittsburgh Penguins, Leafs over the Islanders, Detroit over Edmonton, Kings over the Panthers, Carolina over the Ducks, Devils over the Lightning, Canadians over the Sharks, Jets over the Blackhawks, Rangers over the Blues, Arizona over the Flames, and finally we're going to go with Boston over Vegas. What are the odds on that, Marcus? The odds on that <laughs> they're uh, pretty high. There is, yeah, it's great. Let's, <laughs> we'll put it this way: if I put five dollars down, I'll win uh, eleven point eight thousand. So, 
And one day, Marcus will hit these, and it will result in crystals. It will result in corn me going. Marcus not It'll, being here. Yeah, I'll take a <laughs> chili vac- dogs. I'll take a vacation to uh, you know Boston, Massachusetts, Boston, New England. You mean? Just one. Okay, so what I'm gonna show everybody how to do tonight, we're gonna do okay a round robin. Okay. Oh yeah, you spoke on this yesterday. So we're gonna do six picks. Okay. I'm gonna take. MTSU to upset Louisiana Tech tonight. MTSU is going to be at home. We're going to take Illinois minus two and a half on the spread against Michigan State. Gonzaga, a seven and a half point favorite on the road against Santa Clara. Grand Canyon, 14 and a half point favorite against Albaline Christian. Washington, six and a half against Arizona State. And the Oregon State money line. So if you want to do it, this will give you 15 wagers if you want to do it by twos. So if you want to place a dollar down on each particular bet, because this will do it for you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go through and just keep making parlays. This just does it for you. So there are a total of 15 combinations in that set. Okay. It'll do it in two-leg parlays. So basically you have 15 two-leg parlays. A dollar makes $15 worth of bets to pay out fifty-seven seventy-nine. Now, if you want to do it by threes, there are 20 different combinations in that. So you place a dollar, and it'll be a $20 bet. $20 could potentially turn into $189.87. If you want to do them both, it's 35 bets in total for 35 bucks to pay out $247.66. Why do I like these so much? Because when you make bets like this, even if not all of the legs hit and a few of them do or maybe five of them hit, you're still making money. If four of them hit, you're going to at least make your money back. And even if you lose a little bit, you're still getting some of it back. That's what I love about round robins. Marcus is over there looking like he just invented the light bulb. He's like, oh, I can do this. I, mean, I just think it's a lovely thing to learn about. Fantastic. Fantastic. Will I Will I do it properly? I'm going to try. Tell you what, before you place your first one, come to me. Fair. And I will make it happen. I will make it happen. If anybody has any questions about how any of this works, Feel free to DM any of us on Twitter. Not me. Except for Brett. <laughs> but you had the easiest Twitter handle out of any of us. Yours is just your name, Brett Hollander. Well, that doesn't mean I know bets. I think mine yeah, but then you can send them in my direction. Oh, okay. Think, All right. Roman think, the Free. I think mine is taken. At the G.I.J. Oh, yours is definitely taken. Marcus Young, that's a common name. I think so. Well, it's not as bad as Jake Miller. Yeah, yours Do you is. Do you know how many other Jacob Millers were on campus at MTSU at the same time I was? Three. Or, there were 27 other Jacob Millers on campus at the same time that I was at MTSU. Three of us were in fraternities. Yeah. Imagine that. That's pretty wild, actually. Yeah, there's a guy named Jake Miller. I don't know which fraternity he's in. And then you just happen to be the first person that pops up. Oh, well, why did you do this? Well, I'm sorry, it wasn't me. I was at Drill. I was back in <laughs> Knoxville. It wasn't me. It was not me. So those are the best bets for the day. Brett, we're going to fade your picks. Thank you. And if they work, like if yours hit, mm-hmm. we're not going to fade them the next day. Okay. And we're going to find a trend. It's like, how many days is he on? How many days is he off? When do we fade Brett? When do we roll with Brett? Fade me after Tennessee basketball loses because I wasn't in the mood to look at the bets for today. <laughs> Golly, man. I took that one hard, man. I mean, just again, it's just fresh. It's just a, another frustrating game. It is. 
It is. And I'll keep going back to it, but it's uh, nice it's, to talk these things out. Like, it is. It's very nice to talk them out. It's a nice platform to have. Maybe some of the listeners feel the same way I do. You guys don't seem to feel the same way. You're like, oh, it's just another game. It's one of those things, I'm upset that we lost, but I'm not necessarily worried about the direction of the team. Well, I just, we have, my thing is we have four losses, and it's, they're all similar losses. Very similar. Slow starts and a solid big man. And, and a scoring March, and, and come March, I mean, and we didn't even talk about DJ Burns. He kind of hit us up for 15 and 12 in that game, and we happened to win. Bless her, he's a load. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it's a trend that's not good because you could go against a mid-major team. Hey, they might have a six foot ten dude that can put the ball in the basket because our guys are soft, you know? That's a good point. It, it slows down. I mean, didn't that guy for FAU, they had that one big guy, that Galt Russian dude, whatever he was, <laughs> you know? He got under your skin. So, I mean, it's not a good trend. It's not a good thing. You know, there's no. other bigs we're going to come against. And I don't know what Ken Palm said after that, that loss, but, you know, but other teams are losing too. I mean, what's yeah. the, four of the top five now mm-hmm. lost this week. I mean, four of the top five teams lost in the past two days. Yeah, twenty four hours. <laughs> you yeah, like, twenty four hour turnaround. Yeah, like four. By the time we lost, uh, Kansas was losing the same time we were losing. Mm-hmm. Purdue and I mean, but the good thing is with basketball, you get a quick turnaround. You know, we were going to play at noon on Saturday, so we better be ready to go. And you just hit the next buzzword: turnaround. When, like, we know that there's a list of who. When does Alabama announce their next head coach? If I wouldn't be surprised if it's today. Do you think that, especially if Landing was on campus last night, like the the rumors are saying, right? He might have been. I mean, I know Dabo is probably going to be in that conversation as well. I think he, if he wasn't on campus yesterday, he was on campus today. This is not even talking about like if they'd been talking to people before Saban even announced. Yeah. He was retiring. Well, and that's something else that you got to take into account. It's like, did they know now? That's what Marcus was saying, you know. Like, now there was something that was put on on Twitter. I don't, I don't want to read too much into it because I would hate for this to be false. We're not right. even going to bring it to the airwaves. Yeah. Um, but you got to start thinking about when they're going to make that move. And then you've got all the people in Tuscaloosa, all the people in the state of Alabama that found their way to the statue last night. Hey, one quick thing sure. before you get on, because I know where you're going, but because mm-hmm. uh, it's right up your alley, to be honest. But uh, so this 30 day thing they opened back up, mm-hmm. is that just a saving rule? Or is that a rule for if any coach had retired, do they open up the window for that school to bring in transfers? <sighs> I'd have to. I'd, I'd I mean, have to I don't look know. Into I, mean, it. I mean, I just, because I, I could see it just being a saving rule. Hey, if I'm going to leave, I don't want to leave my school. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. We can talk about it later, but you can go on. I mean, this is going to be a topic that's going to go on. I mean, we're going to be talking with Jackson Collier tomorrow from Rivals out in Arkansas, mm-hmm. and we're going to have a uh, have a basketball talk and a football talk just because that's yeah. uh, this is a conversation, uh, conversation <laughs> that is going to go on until something happens. Yeah. Now, of course, people flock to the Nick Saban statue. Yeah, I saw that. And we saw someone drop a box of Little Debbie's <laughs> with a Coke, right? That was his thing. The oatmeal. Oatmeal cream pies. Yeah, they are good. Yeah, those are my favorite ones. You ever, you ever put a Pause. piece of... Continue, Jake. Anyway, I like to put a slice of American cheese yeah, on my oatmeal cream okay. pie. Yeah, it's... Love a good slice of American cheese just 
<laughs> right on the oatmeal cream pie. Absolutely love it. Everyone thinks I'm gross, but it is what it is. Yes. It's fantastic. Okay. Absolutely fantastic. I've seen some interesting... I mean, there's a lot of stuff people left. Buddy, people left Target gift cards there. Why would you leave a gift card at the statue of Nick Saban? I, I saw an open pizza box, yeah. a half-eaten plate of nachos, a half-drank bottle of wine, and a natty lot. I see a bag of ice. This came out of nowhere, Jake. I mean, people were... We're just shocked, and Why they would didn't you know t- what to do. I miss my coach already. Let me go to the gas station and get this bag of ice and so, just lay it next to the like statue. The Coca-Cola stuff makes sense. The Little Debbie stuff like that. like All that makes sense. By the way, I want to make all of our listeners feel a little bit better about themselves today. If you think that you are useless, <laughs> just know that there are nutrition facts on a bag of ice. Huh? If you get a bag of ice, there's nutrition facts on the ice. Yeah. There are nutrition facts listed on the back of a bag of ice. If you ever want to feel useless, just know that that is out there. <laughs> that makes zero sense. Okay. Yeah. It's frozen water. Fro- yeah. Probably zero calories. No carbs. No sugar. No sodium. Do you believe in the uh, the myth of the, or not myth, but the conspiracy that Dasani water has like what the fact that it's Atlanta tap water? Well, that it, like yeah. I think they put something that. in it to make you like like that doesn't really quench your thirst and it just makes you buy more. I don't I don't know exactly. Kind of like what if you're is. at a restaurant, you want something to be salty so people drink more liquor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I think yeah. like Dasani has that kind of. It wouldn't shock me. Hey. I, don't, I don't drink Dasani water. What do you drink? The cheapest water I can find because it's all the same stuff, Marcus. Is it, though? Yes, it is all the same. Do you think if it's, I... It's tap water from wherever it comes from. That's I, all it is. If I set, like, six cups in front of you... Yes. And I have tap water and, like, five brand waters. You know, Dasani does have that... It's almost like a drinking a dry wine. I think, almost. I think you could tell the difference of all of them. I, I do. So you think that they put something in it to make it to where you want to drink more of it yeah and that you're not getting your thirst actually uh <laughs> satisfied see because when i drink a dry red wine like a merlot a cab sure i want to drink more of it because what does it do you feel like you've just licked a sweatshirt right so you're saying that dasani yeah. water gives you that same effect i think so okay I'm gonna, That's you know a hot what? take. I think we're going to do this. I think I'm going to bring in five different cups of water, and I think you're not going to know the difference. Or that you will know the difference. I think you're going to taste and go, well, that's definitely tap water. We're going to do that tomorrow? That's or no, we can't do it tomorrow. We will do it Monday. I'm down for Monday. We will do it Monday. Tomorrow, 10 o'clock, Parkside Kia. Brett Hollander and I will be live from Parkside Kia. That's going to be a fun one. Always love going out to the Parkside Palace. Brett, have you ever been into their showroom? I have not, no. Well, let me tell you about their showroom. It's a palace. That's why we call it the Parkside Palace. Beautiful floors. High vaulted ceilings. Very high ceilings. I think I will have calmed down by then. Okay, good. We don't play basketball tonight. So the the echo of your anger won't, like, radiant through this palace. True. True. This is true. Also going to be joined by Jackson Collier tomorrow, along with the general manager of Parkside Kia, my friend Cliff Louder. Let me go out there. We're going to talk about some of the deals they got for you over at Parkside Kia. Check them out online at parksidekia.com. Visit the showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. 
this guy here is a Kia guy. I have a you Kia. are a Kia guy. I I am a fan of Kias, and this is like I I've had Kias before we had this deal in place. So I I'm the one person to talk about it. Hey, I, have you seen that new Telluride? Things ain't no. There joke. are dill pickles on this statue. <laughs> sorry, I just saw a picture. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, I just saw. <laughs> We were talking about a Kia Telluride. All of a sudden, a dill pickle (laughs) on the Nick Saban statue gets brought into the conversation. You you talk about the picture. That's a great one to end on. That's going to do it for us. Good point. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Jake. (laughs) Something else coming up next here on WKGN. Tune in at 3 o'clock for The Drive right here on Fan Run Radio.